That's Alexa. That, oh. Oh, oh. did she throw you off? <laughs> <laughs> Good friends, I'm Kirsty, and I'm Alexa, and this is Pacific North Wicked, a podcast about true crime and other spooky stuff in the Pacific Northwest. But today it's going to be about something that's just kind of fucking weird. Yeah, I did some weird research on stuff. Do you know how? Like, okay, so Loch Ness exists. This is unrelated to anything we're talking about today, but <laughs> but Loch Ness is like you know, is it Irish or Scottish? I feel like it's Scottish. I think it's Scottish. Um, so that monster is a Scottish monster, but it's based, it look, looks at least like the Plesiosaurus. Yeah. But I found like six other lakes and bodies of water that have like the exact same description of the same monster, basically, just like locally mm-hmm. in their like local lakes. So I'm like, I swear to God, that thing still exists somewhere. Plesiosaurus has to exist somewhere. There's no way that it's just like, people are like, mm, I don't know. I just described this exact creature that used to exist. But no, I've never heard of that. I am confident that water dinosaurs could have survived. Yes. I mean, if alligators still happen. That's my, that is all the proof I need. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's your, what's your cult that you've got going today? Um, well, okay. Real quick. First, I have to shout out to Haley because Haley thought that my story about the pen it said it cracked her up and if it cracked Haley up that means a lot to me I mean it was probably Haley going oh Alexa (laughs) (laughs) okay so my cult it's there's I don't think I have really any point to this other than I want to tell you about this weird thing that existed in Oregon I'm excited about it in the 80s honestly there's been a decent number of cults here so I'm excited to hear which one you have (laughs) this one's wild a little bit I think it's wild. So it's, uh, how do I say this? They call themselves the Rajneeshis. Oh, yes. This is my favorite one. You know this one? I know this one. I love it. I don't remember much about it, though, because I have no memory. So just pretend like I know nothing, because I don't. Okay. Well, yeah, so it's the Rajneeshis, but they're like the Rajneesh because of the Bagwa. I'm going to fuck it. Is it Bashwan? Bhagwan? Bhagwan. That's the one. Okay. Bhagwan Rajneesh, Mm -hmm. right? Who then was later called Osho. So I'm going to call him Osho. Okay. Because me. Anyways. And that's easier for you to say. It is much easier for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) So he was born in 1931 in India. Studied philosophy. Got a bachelor's at the University of Jopalpur. I love this. for not looking this up. You're just making fun of me now. In 1955, then got a master's degree from a different university later. He taught at a university in 1957 after he got that degree, but he had a spiritual awakening at 21. That's really early to have a spiritual awakening. I just want to point out, like, that's way too soon. I mean, you gotta wait till he's like 45. (laughs) (laughs) And I quote, he realized that individual religious experience is the central fact of spiritual life and that such experiences cannot be organized into any single belief system. So let me make sure I understand. So he thinks that all individual religious systems are too streamlined and that no single religious system 
encompasses everything properly. That is what I inferred from There's it. There's a lot of words. It was. <laughs> it, let's be honest, I'm not that smart. So. I've had Adderall today, but not my coffee, so... Oh, damn, I, I should have had a coffee on no my No energy hand. drink today. Oh, no. I am raw-dogging my life right That's now. That's disgusting phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Also, I'm just thinking of my thighs right now from the 5K that I ran on Monday and how raw they are. Yeah. They you hurt. know that chafing I feeling. can't not wear pants ever again. That's what I, my day feels. Bitch got thighs. Yeah. Thighs for days. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he became a guru in 1966 and a teacher in meditation, right? And... Fuck. Me. You're having a hard time. There we go. Well, yes, obviously. (laughs) 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 Reading in general is not a strong. Yeah, reading is hard. Anyway, so we start with Sayasin. Sayasinus in Hinduism, it's a religious ascetic, which is what I don't know my words that I'm saying. I'm really sorry for those listening. You're not saying aesthetic. No, a a s c e t i c. A-S-C-E. Ascetic? Ascetic? What maybe? does that mean? Practicing strict self-denial as a measure of personal and especially spiritual discipline. I am so glad you told me. You're you had welcome. it ready. I absolutely did. Because <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Let me tell you. The more you know. But And then they've renounced the world by performing. So traditionally, this person has, like, renounced the world by performing his own funeral and abandoning all claims to social or family standing. So that you just, like, peace. You just, yeah. You just peace the fuck That's out. some, like, men in black shit. I know. And then, but the guru. But without cause. But Osho reinterpreted the idea of being, uh, say, seen in terms of detachment rather than the latter or the former. Okay, so, like, emotional detachment or, like, in general, still, like, abandon everything? So, no, because I feel like if you were to truly practice this, then you are going to, like, bare bones of I'm not going to adhere to any social standards. Mm -hmm. But in the cult himself, like, there were class, like, they didn't believe in class systems, but technically there were class systems because Mm -hmm. you could be in the inner circle and you would clearly have a higher, like, but more power than those in the bottom of the triangle, right? Yeah. And he had... He bought, I think, at one point, 93 Rolls Royces. He had an insane collection of Rolls Royces. What? I don't know why. Just because. But, so that's why I feel like he... I'm very confused. I know. There's a weird mixture of things happening. It is weird. So that's why I think it's, like you said, detachment rather than just completely giving up everything. But then... His thought process was that you should live fully in the world without being attached to it. Then why did he have 93 Rolls Royces? That's... That seems pretty attached to money to me. It is... I don't know. A lot. You could have donated so much to so many organizations. Oh, I I nailed it. 93 Rolls Royces. Yes. So... And they, he was getting a lot of people coming from a lot of places in India and like he was teaching and doing his thing. And then they decided that they needed to go somewhere else. They needed to be able to house like this city essentially is what they wanted to build. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he sends his, she wasn't 
his second, yeah, because like they have a secretary below him, mm-hmm. and the secretary essentially is his words. So mm-hmm. she speaks; she's speaking from him, right? Okay. And so at the time like when a conduit, she, yeah, is that the right word? Yes. Okay. So at the time it was this other lady, and then Ma Adan Sheila. Yeah, I know. I'm nailing the shit out of this one. I'm really proud of you on that one. Thank you. (laughs) So she kind of swoops in the scene and says, like, I, like, I think that she's not, like, essentially, she kind of, like, just went behind this chick's back and was like, like, get her the fuck out. She's not right for you. Yeah. She's not not doing you justice. And so he's like, you should be the secretary and then does and is like, go find us this place. And so they went everywhere. They apparently went all over looking for a place, but they really liked the U.S. Constitution. Because they liked the freedoms that they would have here. Right? Okay. I know. So, she finds this ranch in 1981 in Antelope, Oregon. 1981. Okay. That's when things cost less. Much less. Where's Antelope? Antelope is north of Madras. Is it still called Antelope? It is still called Antelope. That's a weird name for a town. I looked in Zillow, and there's currently no property for sale there. At the time they moved there, there was a population of 40. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why I haven't heard of it. Yeah. I mean, I probably have. I don't remember it. It'll get a little fucking weirder, and then you'll be like, oh, shit, I might have heard of this place. Oh, I think... Okay, yeah, go on. So, it's a 64,000-acre ranch. Some places say 65. It's 100 square miles. And it used to be known as Big Muddy Ranch. And they what? bought it for $5.75 million. That seems like a steal for that much property. The person told Ma Anand Sheila, essentially, whatever your, like a Lion King moment, whatever your eyes can see is yours. So they buy it. Whatever the light touches. Yeah. He doesn't have an accent like that. I don't know why I did that accent. I just watched that last night. You watched the Lion King? <laughs> yeah, it was my bedtime movie. Nice. <laughs> So the key here, right, with any land purchased anywhere is to always look at what? Uh, is there uh, water? Zoning. Okay. It yeah, always it comes sense. down to it's zoning. zoning. Does this have to be commercial property? It was agricultural property. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the key here. The key is zoning because that's where this place just crumbles. I mean, with that much houses. property, that that's I would expect it to be agricultural. Yeah, and they said you don't buy that much property. And be like, mm, I'm just gonna live here on this 100 <laughs> miles of property. And they like met with the develop like the city zoning people, whatever. They met with before they bought it, and they said, "Oh, it's gonna be a farm. We'll have like 150 people here." So we'll need to build, like, some dwellings, which they're, like, you can build some dwellings, right. but they, like... Like they didn't farmhand have, dwellings. Yes, they didn't right. have kitchens, they didn't have bathrooms, they couldn't be, like, legit homes. Oh. Yeah, like, it was weird. Like a camp. Yes, right? Because it's not a dwelling. And they were, like, it's only going to be 150 people. That's a fucking lie. So over 7,000 people move there. What? They have 2,000 worshippers. That's I saw seven thousand. Yes, I saw that. And uh, do you know how long? So they were there from nineteen eighty one, and they crumbled essentially around eighty five, like later eighties. That's 80s, such so. a short period of time to go from sixty people, forty people in a town. Yeah. To yes, um, just what? Yes, and so as you can tell, neighbors were not pleased. Um, so I mean, I would be pretty pissed if I was like, I have no neighbors now. I have seven thousand. 
Yes. But so they really, really, really wanted to build their city, right? And they... I don't... I feel... They had people, as crazy as that the people that joined this were also people that were, like, educated in the United States. The people that... Like, one was a lawyer in California. So if anyone was going to find loopholes or, like, talk about zoning, like, I, I feel mean, like... I mean, when you have a city worth of people. I know. So I feel like they would have been like, oh, well... This land is for agricultural use. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we need to apply for these permits or right. talk to, you know, like kind of do it around. No, their their thing was to build as fast as they could before the injunctions could be put in place for, because of zoning violations. But don't you get like fined for that regardless? Yeah, it doesn't. But they so they were but they didn't want to be stopped is the problem. They no. wanted to keep going. Yeah. OK. Because they wanted their city. So, they didn't want to be held up by a bureaucracy. Yeah, but they had farming, obviously, construction, sanitation, PR department, and a legal department to handle, like, conflicts. Yeah, with the government agencies, the media. This sounds so stressful. They later had a peace force, which was their police department, which, by the way, they showed pictures on this documentary I watched, and they went to the Oregon State Police Academy. What? Yes, like they have a picture, like a class photo with other officers. I need you to show me that photo. I'll have to, yeah. It was, I have to see it. Well, it's even fucking wilder because like most police officers wore blue back then, right? Blue, black, mm-hmm. some variation. But they, these followers specifically wore shades of red, orange. And I saw maroon in a lot of shades of pink and purple. So the officers that were graduating were wearing like red Orange, so, so they they stand out like oh my goodness, like a, I was gonna say they stand out like a sore thumb. I almost said like a red thumb, but <laughs> I mean usually sore thumbs are kind of red. So they had stores, which especially the clothing stores, they had limited um, selection, obviously because their right. colors were very. Although strict. that's honestly the number of people is twice that of my hometown. Yeah, I know it's wild. So. They had a pizza place. They even built their own fucking airport. Sounds like my hometown. Like they had an airstrip airport thing so um, Osho could fly in and fly out. And yeah, it's fucking wild. They had their own banking system. They created their own banking card. Wait, do they ha- do they use American dollars or do they have like their own like money system? So they're... You like surrender your money into this cult, right? Okay. Right? So then they take so they have the like dollars. Local credits. Yes. So okay. they have their own form of money that they use on the ranch. That's so weird. But the cult takes their. That doesn't even make sense. If you're still going to use like a local money system, what's the point in taking like the real money away? I can't answer your question. You know what I mean? Though, yeah. like, you can't take away the value of one thing and just put value on something else and say that you're not valuing it. Yeah. It's wild. And then they have, they built a giant, I wrote a giant ass meeting hall. That sounds right. Yeah. Which was a, they had a dining hall that fed 2,500 people a day, all vegetarian food, mostly salads. At night, they gathered in a different huge building and listened to recordings of Osho's speeches because Osho took a, like went into silence. So he wasn't doing any more lectures essentially as soon as this thing was built. So they would all do like their meditation and just listen to recordings. Or Ma Nanshila, if she talked, again, her wo- her words are from his mouth. Just from so. the source of what she's feeling from him. Yeah. And These so are the vibes I'm feeling from him today. It generated millions of dollars of income. 
Uh, and they got so, because the, obviously, so now you got to think about from the townspeople perspective, there was only 40 of them there. Mm-hmm. And they have this giant thing that they don't understand moving. Right. And so they are clashing constantly. They ended up. It's like, this is our home. What are you doing here? They started buying property in Antelope. So off the ranch, they started buying property in there to essentially take it over because they wanted to get on the city council. They wanted That's what to I was hold waiting the positions. For. Yeah. So yes. they can get those city codes changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So they Zoning. started buying the Zoning. stores, everything, and just kind of just taking it over. And oddly enough, do you know who Bill Bowerman is? The name's familiar. Maybe the co-founder of Nike. Okay, yeah. He ends up owning property out there, and I'm pretty sure his son still lives there out there right now. And he donates or, like, gives money to a 1,000 Friends of Oregon, which is this legal environmental group in Portland who was the ones that started really trying to fight back and sue the ranch mm-hmm. because of all their violations and shit. So I was like, that's kind of weird that fucking Nike comes into it. But they're everywhere here. They're everywhere. If it's Oregon, Nike's there. I know. So they did dynamic meditation, and I had to write this oh, down. What's that? It starts with it's four steps. First, you go into chaotic breathing. Oh, what's chaotic breathing? I from what can I you gather, give me an example of what it's that's like? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's it's your dog on a hot day. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it sound like, like Yondu? <laughs> yeah, it's super like up and down all over the place, right? And then they go into. Oh, I feel like that would give me a panic attack. I think it's, it's meant... It's like a self-induced panic attack. I think that's the point, because step two is explode. Okay. So I think you just start, sure. like... Do you scream? I think so. You just let it out. You just do whatever. And then the third step is called, whoo, which is... <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not doing it right, but <laughs> I sounded like an owl. But you put your arms up in the air, and you just start going, whoo, whoo, <laughs> and, like, jumping around. <laughs> And releasing, like, your energy. And then oh you go God. to step four, which is complete silence. I, how? And then, like, one girl was, like, after that, she, they would just sit and cry because there was I just. I mean, yeah. That's a lot of emotions to go through in, in a short amount of time. It is. And they were really known for their, like, sex positivity. Like, like I'm down with that. In their, I agree with that sentiment, depending their, on the extent. I mean, everybody, it, the way that the outside viewed it was that everybody was just constantly having sex I with mean, each yeah, other. I mean, orgies everywhere. And their, med- like, their meditation mm-hmm. tent thing that they were doing, they're all naked. And in one documentary that was taken around that time when they're there in the 80s, they someone let a camera in there, which they were like, there's no camera supposed to be in here at well, all. Well, yeah. They end naked. up, like, tackling the fuck out of each other. Oh like, God. they just get so... Wait, while nude? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that the explode phase? That's what I was wondering. I was like, so they're doing... Do they just beat the shit out of each other during that phase? But in that one, they were tackling each other. But in the other one I watched of the explosion, it was just them just kind of going wild. Maybe you like, just go with the flow, depending on what the vibe is. That, maybe. That session. Yeah. How often do they do this uh, meditating? What's it called? I think every day. Dynamic meditation. Dynamic meditation. I'm going to try If I it. fuck that up, you people, try it right I'm now? sorry. <laughs> I thought about it. I didn't know how long to do it for, though. <gasps> there was no, like, because I heard, and then the, before we started recording or whatever, <laughs> uh-huh. the guy, one of the two people that met there and married, right, mm-hmm. had a kid, and he had a meditation 
meeting at his house or something and they did an interview there i just found the video on youtube and he's like okay so for three minutes and i was like is this where you do chaotic breathing for three whole I really fucking minutes see the chaotic breathing happen i'll show you a video it is in i'm interested it seems i don't think it would be useful for when me, i was watching but i could see maybe some value in it eh. wild wild country is a documentary on netflix about it and they ha- they show like a little like little tidbits of this meditation thing mm-hmm. or whatever. But as I'm watching it, I was like, shit, I would join this cult. Well, that's and the thing is, it like they they do offer like a lot of good. That's yeah. why cults are appealing. They seem like they're great. There's like a lot of really good benefits to it. I know, and I was just like these these people in this town just don't know, just don't understand, are afraid of change. I but- thought like at one point I was like, well, I'm not sure where to go from here. I'm tired. I don't want to work so much overtime. Maybe I should start a cult. I would. <laughs> Would you join my cult? You I want to start a cult. <laughs> yeah, it's called something with the agave. Yes, I love agave. drink tequila. Tequila. Tequila all day. <laughs> and also tea with agave in it when you need to detox from the mass amounts of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. And we just horror, we just toss tequila. That's our holy water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all cults, well... I feel like that's a broad statement. I feel like there's a maybe there's a couple good ones. There's probably a small ones. handful of cults that yeah. aren't terrible. Maybe. So this is where it gets wild. Okay. The inner circle, right, start, like, but specifically Ma Anand Sheila, shit started. She just couldn't handle all the conflict with the zoning, not being allowed to build their dream city because this is what... Oh, she rules and regulations. Exactly. And that she's like, we are much better than you. She, like, her tone in her interviews is very. I love that they chose wrong. <laughs> based on what they thought they could get away with, and they still couldn't get away with what they wanted to. Yeah. They're like, and let's go there because we can do what we want. Just kidding, then we can't. Exactly. And so they ended up like, they end up getting on the city council or whatever. They end up changing the name of Antelope to Rajani's prom. Yeah. Prom. Yeah, like okay. they full-blown. Mm-hmm. They went with it, okay? They they launched it. They took it over. And so then more government officials started getting involved because now you're running a city, which is a like a government entity, mm-hmm. right? But you're running it with a religious right. push. Which it's, is happening right yeah, now. Yeah, you can't slowly. separate church and state. Exactly. So Except for now, that isn't apparently a rule anymore. Right? Yeah. Neat. So then they couldn't... Yeah, so because they were governing, essentially, from the word of a religious leader, and all their decisions were based out of religion and not not in government mm-hmm. or not, like, state, whatever, uh, the attorney general is going to get involved. Oh, not the attorney general. Not the attorney general! Yes, they're going to get involved, but don't worry, they're going to try and kill him. So, <laughs> the attorney general? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know this. They okay. didn't succeed at all, well, and none of it comes to light until later. They, they seem to not be too successful in some of the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, no. And so, Ma and Sheila is just like losing her shit. She's like, this isn't working. We need to come up with a plan. Tantrum so time. They have the, like, like I said, all these people have these different backgrounds that are coming to this ranch. It's not just. Right. Willy-nilly off the street yet. They're not actually farmers. Yet. What? Wait for it. So, she... Makes sense. 
I know. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit That's here. That's okay. You're making sense I, in my brain. I know. Which isn't particularly useful. It's based on other people's perspectives, probably not. But anyway, so to, get, <laughs> so to get the votes and stuff that they needed to try and change the stuff, she's like, we got to come up with something. We got to come up with something. So guess what they do? And it's kind of wild because if this ha- if this happened, there's no disputing it. But I wonder what the potential, the ripple effects are. Okay, ready? They got a bunch of buses and went everywhere. Like, I thought it was uh, just... Is it recruitment time? Yes, but guess for who? Who? Homeless men. What? Yes. People Why? living on the street because they wanted laborers. They didn't want anyone that was lazy. They wanted laborers to go work on the farm because they had so much stuff that they had to do. It's all unpaid labor, but they have the promise of that they'll be taken care of. They'll get shelter, right? And they, as long as they agree to vote. So they, they get like buses, buses, buses full of homeless people and bring them to the ranch to work. And some of them work out, right? Don't they have enough people there? No. Because How? they need the votes. They need people that are legally here that can oh, vote. Oh, I see. Okay. Aha. Okay. Because not only do they need people to vote, they're because their people are marrying each other in sham marriages. So they are also having, they said 400 sham marriages in order to get immigration, like, uh, green cards and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have the one of the largest immigration fraud scandals because oh. of all these fake marriages. And people get arrested I mean, that it. makes sense. I mean, it does. So, but homeless people aren't always homeless because they're down on their luck, right? Mm-hmm. As we are experienced. Yes. Locally, some that of is them not are, always the case. Some of them are in drugs. Some of them have mental health illnesses that need to be dealt with, mm-hmm. and they either don't have the resources, won't deal with it themselves. They're well aware they have it. Mm-hmm. My brother was homeless for a little bit because he had drugs. Drugs. Yeah. He had plenty of resources at home, but he just refused them. Yeah. Because he's like, no, I need more drugs. And so if you're not going to give me them, I'm going to leave. I'd rather be homeless. Yeah. So they bring all these people there, and not everybody's a cup of tea, right? And so they're like, well, we don't want to have to deal with the people that are not like, completely mentally sane per their standards. Mm -hmm. So they start kicking them out and putting them into other towns. Well, the surrounding towns are small as shit. So now you're releasing all these homeless people from across the country that you brought in, just letting them loose in Oregon. Is that what happened? That's what I'm wondering. Like, Is (laughs) Is that that what happened here? Isn't that fucking wild? I was like, holy shit. Does the timeline match up? I don't know. To clarify, my brother's not still homeless. He's got his shit together now. I should say that so people aren't like, what the fuck's wrong with your brother? (laughs) He's fine. Yes. All is well. No more drugs. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Yes. Okay. So, back to their crimes. So she's getting mad. That ends up not working out the way she wanted it to. So then she wants to take it out on other people, right? So she starts having these people that are at the camp, specifically one of them, and I did not catch her name. I apologize for that. But she uh, ends up working in a laboratory on the ranch and creates salmonella. What? Yeah, she makes salmonella, like... In a, in a form that would be easily transmitted by a person just out into the open, essentially. So, so she, like, alters salmon, like the existing salmonella to make it 
more transmissible. Yeah, because their whole point is they're going to poison people. Oh, my God. So she, so they do it first in a little bit of dose, and they go out, and they try and test it on local places out in the Dalles, because that's just north of them, right? So they try testing it out, and it doesn't really take the effect they want. I think, like, people weren't really getting sick, or if they were, it wasn't as much as they mm-hmm. wanted. So they go back to the drawing board, make it whatever concoction she made stronger, and then put it back out there. So I'm, I'm still picturing their, like, um, their little out outbuildings as like the buildings on this property but i forgot like they've started to gain control so they have probably like actual facilities now at this point i told you they have sanitation yeah. okay a pizza place they have stores yeah, they yeah. Have an airport, i forgot that part they have a laboratory they're going that's insane that's they were, so much shit they were so making fast. a city yeah it's wild and they're it's their farming was like beautiful. It was lush green in the forest or forest in the desert because it's really dry over there. So they re like they engineered their own. That was rude, cat. Just like slapped. The- I don't know what it was. Slap something off the. Yeah, cat. he does that. Achoo. They he they engineered like an irrigation system to do all their water because they had a river right there. Like they they did their own. They put up like, uh, what's it called? Power. Power lines? Yes. They put up their own power. Quit knocking shit off. Stop being a dick. Anyways. It was pretty cute, though. I love a good cat slap. Anyways. Yeah, like, they're they're pretty sustainable over there, okay? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so then they... There's sources that say they contaminated salad bars at numerous restaurants. And then other places say, like, the Oregonian says that they spread it at a grocery store. Not their own. Other places. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're going out. They're branching out to, like, the Dallas area. They spread it at a grocery store, a public building, and a political rally. So the political rally one, from what I heard, was that they put it on their own hand and then were shaking people's hand, right? And so then it went just viral that way through people, through contact. disgusting and then um i read somewhere that they put it in the men's bathroom on like things that men would touch right and then walk out so then the men were getting sick that way and some other places did say that they put it in like salad and stuff or at the grocery store specifically the produce and we're just putting this can you imagine going like being at the grocery store and somebody's just like Sprinkle, sprinkle. I didn't do anything. Like, yeah. you spot it out of the corner of your eye or whatever. Yeah. What do you do? Not fucking touch whatever they I mean, sprinkled. yeah. I, I, so I would s- tell the grocer. 751 people got salmonella. Yeah. It's the largest biological terrorism attack in U.S. history. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, no one died. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty curable. Yeah. But still. And a decent handful got hospitalized. But fucking crazy. And they had, um, they started getting really upset because they had, I guess they owned a hotel down in Portland and it got bombed by a terrorist group. This sounds familiar. Yes, I can look it up. I don't, let me see. 1983, the bombs exploded. And it caused them to, like, essentially... They were like, we're going to be attacked. We're going to start protecting ourselves. So they bought a fuck ton of guns. They started practicing on the ranch, shooting their police. But then 
you got to think back, they're a police force, right? Because they took control of the, the mm-hmm. town. Yeah. So now they have all access to law enforcement databases because they're clear. Right, because they have the licensing. Yes. The certifications. Yep. So they have all the certifications. They're completely cleared. And now they have access to buy law enforcement grade weapons. Weapons that citizens can't normally get or have to go through extensive permitting to oh get. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they're getting all these different types of weapons. And a lot of them say, like, they look like semi-automatic rifles, right? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you have access to it. That's probably accurate. So, right. Goodness gracious. Yeah. And, oh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. It's an Islamic terrorist organization is who bombed the okay. hotel, right? So okay. not even Oregonians, an Islamic terrorist group bombs the hotel. So now they're all spun up. And now they more so than they were before, okay? And the biological terrorist attack, I'm pretty sure it was in nineteen eighty five. So the okay. bombing happens and they're ramping their way up. I see. And okay, so the bombing and then Yeah, I forgot about the bombing. Okay. Got I'm it. all over the place in the story. If you it's can chop fine. it up, reverse it's it. It's hard to put that thing down, it, flip it in, it, reverse it. Yes. Yes. That's what I need right. in my life right now. Because I or just may not happen. got so into this I couldn't process it normally. <laughs> in my brain it makes sense. So then they tried to assassinate James Comney, which was a rural Oregon politician. Ma Anand Puja carried a syringe into the hospital that he was staying at because he had a, a surgical procedure. And the syringe had a mixture that would stop his heart. The problem was is that he wasn't hooked up to an IV. So she quickly had to abort the mission and they didn't actually assassinate him. That was one of them. They also want to assassinate the attorney general, Dave Frommeyer. And they... Like, had their people get, like, a safe house in Portland under their normal or bullshit names, whatever they came up mm-hmm. with. You know, they rented, like, a safe house. And they were stalking him, and they were going to kill him outside of his work. They thought maybe we'll do it in his home, like an ambush. And then they were like, we're going to do it outside of his home. But they were going to gun him down, and they backed out of that because if, I don't know why. It just wouldn't work. But... That wasn't discovered until after. Well, I mean, good. Good they got scared. And then they also considered at one point flying an airplane with bombs into the county courthouse in the Dells. What happened to their basis of, like, wanting to start this cult? Because I feel like these things have consequences that actually matter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they also plotted to murder Charles Turner. I believe in a similar fashion as the attorney general. Like, they mm-hmm. essentially wanted people to die. Right. They're like, get out of our way. And they were, it's mostly Sheila. She's the one that's coming Sheila up with these like plans. Sheila sounds like a real dick. But, so they have the one of the largest immigration fraud scandals with the marriages. They have the largest biological terrorist attack in U.S. history under their belt. And they're not stopping because she wiretapped the fuck out of that ranch. She was listening to all phone calls coming in and out. She bugged like the office, the Osho's like main house. She bugged other places. She's bugging the shit, and she was listening to everything that was happening. And then she had a trusted little group of people that would also monitor the wiretapping. It's one of the largest wiretapping. I didn't know all of this. I thought it was just him that was like the main problem. I didn't know that like, no. his hench pre- person was like. And he starts saying later, because he's going to get arrested for all, right. because he's part like, of this shit. I was just napping for like the last two years. Yes. And so he just kind of, kind of like, 
listen, she's a murderer. It's not me, you know. And she also plant, plotted to kill some of the people in the group because she thought that they weren't, they were a threat. So it what was just shit? fucking wild. But how did they get stopped? Did they just get caught for all the shit that they finally... So, I was wondering the same thing. And this cute little man... I'm going to call him cute. cute I don't know man. his... I don't know his background. He might be mean. He might... Whatever. But on the video, he seems pretty proud of himself. <laughs> so, he is like, there used to be a recycling dunk right here. And he <laughs> points to this hill. He's like, I would come dump my trash out here. Okay. But I guess they were also using it, too, as a recycling dump. So... One, like he went to go dump his shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he sees this poster of the Raj of Rajneesh of Osho, and he goes, "That's actually kind of a cool poster. I'd like to have that." So he jumps in, and he oh grabs God. the poster, and he still has it on his wall hanging. Like he's pretty proud of it, and it's like an information. Like, yeah, it's I think it's from because they had these giant fucking festivals mm-hmm. where these people would come in, and it would generate millions of dollars just from That's this smart. festival. Yeah. Even though money's not supposed to matter for them, but that's fine. Exactly. It's like a giant Coachella, essentially, mm-hmm. but for their religious thing. So uh, they, it, it looked like it was from something like that type of event. And so he gets it, but when he jumps in and gets it, he starts realizing there's other stuff in here. So he starts digging around in the fucking dump and starts finding papers that say, shred this, shred this. And oh, it's all somebody fucked up. Someone fucked up major light it on fire who's right that's the thing with papers i'm like why don't people burn more stuff don't shred is the moral have you seen the movies where they piece it together there's an episode of brooklyn 99 where they do yeah doesn't turn out super well but they get it in the end in the end but you know what won't come back fire correct light it on fire set it on fire amen so he starts seeing these notes that are supposed to be shredded from Sheila's, like, personal meetings and shit. And some of them are fairly incriminating about, I don't know, the marriages and stuff. Oopsies. So those people that she wanted to kill are the ones investigating her because this man is like, I'm friends with the attorney general. And he calls him up. He's like, let's have a little sit down and hands mm-hmm. him these papers and gives him what he needs to be able to start investigating. Here's the thing. I really love when criminals do stupid shit, like, write their plans down. Like, it's like in movies when they're like, oh, let me tell you my mastermind plan and then wound you not fatally and then walk away. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the person's going to come after them and, you know, save the day. People do it in real life, though, and I never expect it. It's always – they always are their own – problem in the end exactly and they didn't even know like they didn't have any evidence to do anything until that point until this man goes dumpster diving for a poster they didn't know that the biological terrorism attack like terrorist attack later was going to be them everyone suspected it was them Mm -hmm. because everyone's fearful of them especially with their ramping up of buying guns and then after the bombing and stuff so they're already suspicious but they didn't know about any of the assassination attempts, no shit like that. It was I'm pretty sure what he found was just the immigration, the fake marriages stuff. And it was enough to open investigation and really start getting into it. And then as the cookie crumbled, they started mm-hmm. finding out all this other fucking shit about the cult. And it so is amazing. In the nineteen eighty five, the Osho gets arrested. He ends up uh, plea, uh doing a Alfred plea and 
goes to jail and his lawyer, he's telling his lawyers, like, give me the fuck out of here. And right. so they do. And so he's exiled. Like, he's a convicted felon. He cannot come back to, to mm-hmm. the United States. That's part of his thing. So he goes back to India and he can't come back. So where where have the rest of them who, like, didn't get charged for anything? You know what I mean? So five of them got charged for the immigration fraud for the fake marriages. Ma and Ashila ends up getting 29 years. No, 20 years? Okay. Something like that. I think it's 20 years. But then she gets released after... 29 months for good behavior what i know and so she ends up going to switzerland after she she like flees to germany and then they're like extradite her and go through all this bullshit but in the end she ends up in switzerland and here's the key point because she finds a man and she ends up buying two nursing homes in switzerland Um, so somewhere in switzerland there's two nursing homes owned by this woman who tried to kill a bunch of people yes who like failed to kill but people but successfully poisoned a bunch of them that's what that's insane that shouldn't have been allowed like look at her history and be like well she poisoned a shit ton of people so maybe let's not let her be in charge of others yes in any way and thanks to one of our co-workers because i was like where the fuck is this property now mm-hmm. this is a ton of acreage some Montana rich rancher ended up buying it later and donated it to what is now Young Life. You remember Young Life? Yeah. Do you remember them talking about the Washington family ranch and going up there for retreats and stuff in school? Yeah. Guess where their meeting hall is. Oh my God. They have the fucking ranch. Their meeting hall and shit is the former Rajneesh <laughs> meeting so hall. weird. I have been there in the middle of fucking nowhere. And you didn't even know? Had no idea it was from a cult. None. Why would I think that? And you get there late. because So I you've think, been there. I've been there. I have been there. I've ate in that fucking dining hall. I've been in that fucking giant like meeting place where they would listen to the speeches and shit. Yes. Was, I have stayed nice? the I don't remember much. <laughs> I remember the. I remember the bunks were like the rooms were pretty small and cramped, and I only went one time. I didn't go any other years, and I didn't really like that. But everything else, I mean, you're in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. Yeah, you scream, no one's coming. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a hundred square miles, right? Or hundred yeah miles, hundred square miles. It was bonkers and that's what got me all spun up about this because i had fucking been there and right. had no like, idea oh, no. <laughs> surprise oh my god i want to go see it i don't know how i just want to see like a couple of the buildings yeah you know? i just want to see what it looks like they had like little a-frame like little a-frame like you could fit like two twin beds and like a nice little dresser or something and for the laborers right they had it's so, so weird. They had a whole bunch of those all over a fuck ton of buildings. Like they were everywhere and they were building their own roads. Like they were just going they going to town. They were building a city. That they was, were going to town. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it. I can't in the it. middle That's of so nowhere. Weird. And all these people that I was not expecting to have ties to this fucking place end up coming in there somewhere. That's so weird. Yeah, so I knew um I knew the overview of it. I did not realize how mass of a 
impact that they really had. Like, I didn't know about the poisoning. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how many people there were. That's a lot of people. There's a fuck ton of people. That's insane. And even more when they had their little festivals. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I want to look at pictures now. It was pretty wild. You should. I will. But thank you for listening to my scatterbrain Thanks version for of me telling you about a cult it. that I got very now, excited about. Now you know how I feel all the time. That's just my way of speaking. That's why we understand each other. That's true. If others don't, that's... That's correct. Yeah. That's all, that's normal. Mm-hmm. That's why when we talk to each other, we don't even use full senses. No, and often it's just sounds. <laughs> it's just grunts and snorts. Yeah. Snorts would be a weird way to communicate. I would snort at you, though. I would also. Anyway. Well. We gotta get going. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta get yelled at. We gotta go crush the shit out of All some right. games. Damn straight. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been an episode of Pacific North Wicked. That was hard to say for some reason. Pacific North Wicked. Yeah. I felt like I lisped. So this is a little crimey. A little weird. A little crimey. Yeah. A little culty. There's some crimes. Yeah. It's a fucking big ass cult. Yeah. Where the fuck were you talking about that one from? Right. Anyways, we hope you keep it. Just kidding. No, that's <laughs> not, not us. us. That's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. This is Pacific North Wicked. Thanks for listening, you wicked bitches. Follow us for more fascinating true crime, spooky shit, cult things. Plesiosaurus, maybe? Maybe. Plesiosaurus? Plesiosaurus. And P.S., we've been really organ heavy, and I apologize for that. But Washington, Washington, you have the biggest cases. The things that there are in Washington, it's like serial killers and mass murderers. But it's not even like like just your average Joe serial killer. No. It's like 45 people killed or something. Yes. It's impossible. They're taking, they took out the town of Antelope. They did. One person. One. Yep. A couple. So we are actively working on Washington things. But Washington, you take the cake for just being fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.